This is True Consequences, a true crime and mystery podcast with stories based in New Mexico in the American Desert Southwest. Welcome back to True Consequences. I'm your host, Eric Carter-Landine. Today we're doing things a little bit differently. We're going back to the mysterious side of New Mexico. We're going to delve into the myth of La Llorona. If you're not Latino, this will be something new for you to learn. Most kids that grow up in countries in Central America, Latin America, and even the Southwest are raised with this tale of a ghost who haunts waterways. This story has always been very fascinating to me. And it's something that I'm excited to talk about because it does relate to New Mexico and the folklore that surrounds our state. And I also just wanted to shake things up a little bit and make it a little bit different today. So I hope you enjoy this episode. We'll be sharing some stories as well as some of the history behind the legend of La Llorona. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at True Consequences Pod and on Twitter at True Cons Pod. You can also find more information at www.trueconsequences.com. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Those reviews really go a long way to help. Hey, everybody. Check out this promo from the Believer Skeptic Podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello! Welcome to BSP Believer Skeptic Podcast. The podcast where two idiots debate weird phenomena. I'm Chris, I'm the Believer. I'm Cody, I'm the Skeptic. We are an LGBTQ paranormal comedy podcast. <laughs> and this is how it works. Every week, we pick a strange but fascinating paranormal topic, such as... La Llorona. Voodoo. Times of passion. Impasse. Holiday traditions. And after presenting you with a lot of really fun information, I tell you why I believe, and then I debunk the crap out of it. And along the way, you might find some TMI information, some gay humor, and also some sexual innuendos. So tune in, have fun, and bye! Today we're going to be talking about the myth of La Llorona, which is one of the most well-known urban legends in Latin America and in Hispanic culture. Nobody's really sure when it started, but it is basically in every Central and Latin American country and in the Southwest of the U.S. mostly. If you live in New Mexico, you probably were told this tale when you were a kid, and it probably scared you to death because parents especially Latino parents, they like to use this tale to keep their kids in line, which is a little bit messed up, but I guess it is what it is. It's just a tradition, and it gets handed down verbally from family member to family member, and it just goes on forever. There's a lot of iterations of this myth. The most popular one is a story about a woman named Maria, and Maria was poor. She lived in a small village in Mexico, but she was beautiful. In fact, everybody in town talked about how beautiful she was, and all the men loved her, and they wanted to be with her. And one day, this really wealthy businessman comes through town, and he's just struck by her beauty. And they start this whirlwind romance. They fall in love. In some versions, they marry. In some versions, they don't. I was told that they married. 
and they have two boys. And Maria is so overwhelmed with love for this man. And their marriage in the beginning seemed really good. And then he changed. He started going out on business trips and he really wouldn't come around very much. And when he did, he would only pay attention to the boys and not to her. And so she started to get really resentful and angry and bitter. And one day, according to this legend, the businessman came back to town after a trip in a carriage and there was a wealthy woman in the carriage with him. And basically, he completely ignored Maria, only talked to the boys, and she found out that her husband now had another woman. So the legend goes that in a fit of rage, she took her boys to the river and drowned them. And the way it was told to me was out of her grief from doing that, um, she threw herself into the river and she drowned herself. There's another, like, there's a few other variations on that story. Um, some say that she drowned the boys and then she just wandered the river, like, back and forth for days and days and days and just basically died from starvation. Um, and she actually looked like a skeleton and she was wearing her wedding dress because she was, like, so, like, crazy. Um, there's another version where uh, she neglected her boys because she got so depressed and then they drowned in the river because nobody was watching them. And then she then threw herself in the river as well. But basically it, it all revolves around her resentment, her bitterness, and her way of getting revenge against her husband was to kill her kids and then eventually herself. Then what happens, and there's a lot of versions of this as well, um, but the version I was told is she went to heaven and uh, was basically told that she was not going to be allowed in heaven until she was able to recover the souls of her sons. And she was cursed to roam the earth looking for her children. And until then, she would not be free. She would not be able to go to heaven. Now we have the creation of the ghost of La Llorona. As a kid, you're told basically, you know, stay away from the rivers, stay away from the ditches. La Llorona is going to get you. She's going to drown you. And she's going to take you with her. And then you're going to be forced to be with her for the rest of, you know, time. But it wasn't just about, like, water safety. It was also, like, if you don't listen to me right now, I'm going to throw you outside and La Llorona's going to get you and she's going to drown you. A lot of the Latino kids, like, they grow up with those kinds of threats. It's not like, we're going to ask Santa Claus to put you on the naughty list. It's, I'm going to call this ghost woman to come and steal you from our house and take you to the river and kill you. <laughs> that can give you some insight into the Latino culture and the Hispanic culture. I know it's like really fucked up, but it's also, you know, as an adult now I can laugh about it. But when I was a kid, it scared the shit out of me. Like I was so afraid. And at night, like in New Mexico, you hear coyotes wailing. And one of the things about La Llorona is she's called the weeping woman, the wailing woman. And the people who claim to have seen her, they see her all in white. She looks like a skeleton if you can see her face, but usually it's shrouded with something. And she's crying. And she's saying, ay, mis hijos, ay, mis hijos, which means, oh, my children, oh, my children. If you hear a woman crying at night in like New Mexico <laughs> or Arizona or Mexico and you're a kid, it like scares the shit out of you because you're convinced like you're going to die. And if you hear a coyote and it kind of sounds like a crying woman or something, 
uh, or a whimpering dog or something, it, it's really scary, especially when you don't really have the context of what all those things are. This is just like a really well-known legend. I personally have never had any sightings or any kind of like experiences with La Llorona myself, but I do know some people that have, and I have asked them to share with me those stories, and I'm going to share a couple of them with you today, and then I have a couple other ones that I'll be reading as well. But I also asked a fellow podcaster from the Believer Skeptic podcast. Uh, They have an episode exclusively devoted to La Llorona, and Chris, uh, who is one of the co-hosts on that show, is originally from New Mexico. And he has a story. And he was gracious enough to record that story for me. So I'll be playing that here in a moment as well. And uh, you'll get to hear firsthand from him what his uh, encounter was like. Let's start with some stories. Okay, so this story comes from actually a friend of mine named Paul, who is from El Paso, Texas. And this is what he wrote. The year was 1972. I was about 10 years old, and there was a Mexican family that moved next door to my house. They would often tell me about this folk tale of a ghost lady who drowned her three children in the Rio Grande. Her name was La Llorona. She drowned her children in a jealous fit because her husband left her for another woman, and she was cast out of heaven and was damned to roam the river looking for her drowned children. So as kids, we would often ride our bikes around the neighborhood until the late hours of the evening. So one hot summer night, we decided to chance it and ride our bikes to the Rio Grande, which was only about eight blocks away from my home in El Paso. It's in the Azcarate area, and it's on Pear Tree Lane. So if you're familiar with that area, that's uh, what he's talking about. We rode our bikes to the river in the moonlight, and it was glistening in the river. And then... I swear to God, he says, we hear a crying woman. I was scared shitless because I was a kid and I don't think I've ever ridden my bike so fast. (laughs) We got back to my house. We all talked about her and that she chased us. The whole summer we kept imagining hearing a screaming woman flying above us and looking for us. But again, that's what you get for staying out late when you're 10 years old. Sometimes when I visit home, I stare off into the Mexican mountains and think about that summer day, and I wonder if La Llorona has ever found her children. So this is a story from Reddit. It says, when I was eight years old, I lived in Mexico, our house at the top of a small hill. My grandparents lived next to us. At the bottom of the hill lived a distant uncle with his daughter. A small stream of water crossed through my uncle's yard, but it was basically dry. It was about two feet wide, and half a foot in height. The stream connected to a river about 60 feet away from his home. So one day after it rained, I was outside with my siblings and cousins playing on the streets, running around, playing tag, jumping in puddles, and my uncle, who was a skinny 60-year-old, was taking care of us. As the sun started to go down, it got colder, but it didn't matter. We were having fun. About 10 o'clock at night, something in the air changed. All of us stopped in our tracks and looked around. It was as if our bodies were engulfed by weight. And then we hear it. Ay, mis hijos. We are all shocked. We had grown up with the legend of La Llorona, a woman due to a broken heart who killed her children by drowning them in a river. Ay, mis hijos. We heard it again. We were all panicking, but our bodies were frozen in place. 
This time, my uncle must have heard it because he ran toward us with his machete. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> he moved his kids first and then told them to go inside their house, but not to touch the stream of water. Since my siblings and I lived at the top, he said he would take us. As we walked, we heard it again. Ay, mis hijos. And it was followed by a woman whimpering. My uncle must have seen our scared faces because he began distracting us with silly little tales from his youth and asking questions. Once at our house's entrance, he told us to go inside and not come out until the morning. My mom went to talk to him. I assumed that he explained what had happened because the moment he left, my mom rushed into our room. She tucked us all into bed and began spraying holy water all around the room. She lit a candle and began to pray. I don't know how I fell asleep, but I did. Since then, whenever we were outside and the sun began to set, we all rushed inside because no one wanted to come face to face with La Llorona. Whoa, that was a crazy story. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, um, so that was interesting, the fact that it was like the same time as my friend's story around 10 o'clock. So that's another thing about this is there's a lot of sightings. Like if you look online, you can find a bunch of sightings on La Llorona. And one of the themes that happens in some, but not all, is people get like frozen with fear. They're almost like paralyzed. And a lot of people will describe, they feel like something's weighing them down and they can't move. And I'm not sure what that's about. I've never heard that until I started looking at it. Um, but that's a creepy thing to think about if you're like hearing this woman crying for her kids and you just can't move and you're like by the river i don't know i don't like it it's creepy uh <laughs> and then now we'll go ahead and play uh the recording that chris from believer skeptic podcast sent us um on his story about la llorona hello my name is chris and i am one half of the podcast bsp believer skeptic podcast an lgbtq paranormal comedy podcast based here in phoenix I have now been in Phoenix 16 years. Previous to that, I was born and raised in New Mexico. I culturally identify as Chicano. That being said, growing up Chicano and not living far from ditches or the Rio Grande, it is needless to say La Llorona was a story I always heard as a kid growing up. It was always told to us as a cautionary tale in order to keep us far away from bodies of water for fear of drowning. To this day, it is still one of my favorite urban legends. My encounter story goes like this. My dad grew up in a small northern New Mexico one-street town, if you can even call it that. It was one of those communities where everyone knew everyone else, or where many of the residents were somehow related. My dad still owns my grandparents' home there now, which when I was younger we would often stay there on weekends for fishing trips, or hunting trips, or just to get away from our own city. Well, when I was around 10 or so, I can't recall the exact age. There was a rumor in this town about people hearing and seeing strange things, which many claimed was La Llorona. One weekend, me and my dad were staying at my grandparents' home, along with my dad's friend and his son. We were all staying in the same room of the house. One night, while we were sleeping, I was woken up to a distant crying of some sort. Being that I was half asleep and wild animals had the potential to be in the area, I thought nothing of it really and went back to sleep. Well. Sometime later, I again was woken up to it crying, but this time it sounded as it was directly outside the house. Of course I was scared. There's no way I was going to make my way outside to see what it was. 
crying eventually stopped, and I somehow fell back asleep. The next morning, my dad's friend asked in a somewhat serious manner if we had heard crying the night before, confirming that I indeed heard what I thought I had. I of course said yes, and no one could explain what some of us heard. Anyone listening to the story will probably say that this was just some kind of practical joke, but as I mentioned, we were all staying in the same room, and none of us had left in the middle of the night, so it couldn't have been any of us. I don't know if perhaps it was someone else in the community further perpetuating the rumor that La Llorona was in town. Eventually, those rumors of La Llorona died down. I, of course, cannot say what I heard, whether it be La Llorona or some other creature, but all I can say is I know what I heard, and I know it was 100% real. So the legend of La Llorona is so well-known and so popular that uh, Hollywood even produced a movie about it last year. Um, I watched it with my son. It was pretty scary. I think it's probably more scary for Latinos than it would be for other people just because we grew up being afraid of her anyway. Um, but it's definitely worth checking out if you haven't seen it. Uh, I would also encourage you, if you want to learn more about La Llorona, there's several books uh, about her. There's several articles. There's one in the Santa Fe New Mexican. Uh, Wikipedia has a lot of information, and Reddit has a lot of stories on La Llorona. I'm going to read you one more story, and then we're going to wrap this up. This actually took place in Central America, in El Salvador. My grandma one day was supposed to meet up with a friend to go to another friend's wake. And back then, people would stay up all night morning and then uh, have the funeral in the morning. Uh, my grandmother was waiting for her friend. They had agreed to meet at a certain spot, which happened to be near a little river or creek. She sees this woman from far away, dressed in white, and my grandma says it looked just like her friend. So she starts calling out to her friend, whose name was Mary, or Maria. Uh, so she starts calling for Maria, thinking that it's her friend, and she started following behind her, and she kept calling out, but there was no answer. Now, the woman continues to walk towards the trees, away from the grandmother and as the grandmother gets closer she starts feeling like her shoulders and her head were big and she couldn't move so again paralysis she was close enough to see this woman's face that was covered by a veil and she said the woman's face was a skull my grandma somehow came out of her shock and ran as fast as she could she said she felt as if she was running slow and couldn't get away fast enough. These stories always gave me the chills. She claims it was La Llorona, or the Weeping Woman, uh, because she was by the river and she was dressed in white. That's also a crazy story. Um, okay, so I just, you know, thank you for bearing with me uh, through this episode. It's something that I've always wanted to do, um, something I've been excited to do because... I just, it's always been a fascinating topic and I'm always fascinated by paranormal experiences and uh, since this is something that's so pervasive in New Mexico, I really wanted to cover it and I really wanted it to be uh, stories from people who have experienced it. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, I also wanted to take a break from some of the darker true crime stuff uh, just because I needed a break personally, uh, but it, I will be back to that like 
next episode. So don't worry. We're not changing everything. Just wanted to shake it up a little bit. Another thing that's kind of cool is I am in Mexico right now at the moment. So I felt like it was appropriate to talk about La Llorona uh, while I'm here on vacation in Mexico. Hopefully I don't see her tonight and hopefully I'm safe when I'm out at the beach. But uh, definitely kind of cool to be here where it all started, where the tale started. So... All right, folks. Well, thanks for bearing with me here and uh, stay safe, New Mexico. Thank you for listening to True Consequences. For more information about what you heard today, go to trueconsequences.com. If you like our show, please rate, subscribe, and review. We appreciate you taking the time to listen. You can also find us on Instagram at True Consequences Pod, as well as Twitter and Facebook. True Consequences is written, produced, edited, and created by me, Eric Carter Landine, your host. Thanks again for listening. <laughs>